It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer on a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day right here in Millburgers at, at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. We encourage you to come on out and visit with us. Again, it's a nice breeze out of the south, as Jerry was noticing, the flags, and uh, it feels great. And uh, there's lots of folks here, and it's just Trace is going to join us in the porch. Uh-oh, did I? There you go. Thank you. All righty. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they built a little border where it's hard to get to here. I had to move plants oh, around. No. Oh, no. Yes, sir. I, I can't believe Uh-oh. it. That's weird. Just a minute, because he's got, he's yeah, got you. Well, maybe that's good that he doesn't no, have I'm, you cooked up. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. Sort of. What's that? Oh, you're not. Did you leave me unplugged, man? Yes, I did. Oh, that's sad. It was an intentional on purpose. Uh, <laughs> hello, I can hear myself, even too loud. I'm talking too loud. Okay. We won't hold that against you. <laughs> anyway, what I was <laughs> going to fuss the trash about, I I got dropped off in the back, and I had to walk, you know, walk all the way up. Uh-huh. And when I got about... Uh, a fourth of the way up from the back. That star jasmine fragrance down there almost knocked me to the ground. Did you smell it when you came up? No, here? I. Holy hell! You must be dead or something. Of course, I'm. I'm. I'm used well, there's to only that. about three hundred there. They'll be. Yeah. Oh, wow. They'll be gone by oh, the end of today. Yeah. Well, the uh, guy, the guy that just walked up here and asked a question, where, where are they? I said, you walk down that sidewalk there about uh, three-fourths of the way, and you won't have to ask anymore. Man, they're fragrant. Have you, have you, do you smell them? I, I can. My nose hasn't worked well in uh, 20 years. <laughs> oh, they're beautiful. And uh, that fragrance is nice. And I think the cold uh, kind of uh, did more harm to those than it did for other jasmine. Oh, so they may you may be looking for a replacement, and we got them here. They're, they're, depends on the setting too, I think. On the because even primrose jasmine got frozen yeah, back in yeah. some places. But these things are full of bloom, and uh, I mean, there's more bloom, a lot more blooms than there are leaves. So how far away is Mother's Day, Milton? Yeah, yeah was well, it May? For, let me find out. You can, is it the first week of May? I think yeah. so. Because yeah. you can all that plant, no matter how the weather's going, you can almost count on it blooming on Mother's Day. That's right. Oh, really? Well, it could all be right. at the end, or it could be at the beginning of the bloom cycle. But Sunday, May 9th. So pretty, not pretty next, much. Pretty much every year, it's blooming on Mother's Day. Two wow. weeks. Two weeks from today. Sounds, yeah, sounds great. Yeah. I imagine that these <laughs> yeah. have got so, so uh, there's a possibility of getting 1,200 more of those. Oh, oh man. Oh. 
<laughs> Maybe. We're, we're going to see. Okay. Well, why don't you just put them right out here in front? Oh, that'd be great. They're handy. <laughs> No. We want we want to go as little distance with them as we possibly can. <laughs> plus, plus we keep all the vines. We try to keep all the vines together. Yeah. That way when people ask, uh, we don't have uh, to travel all over the store. Stuff with uh, blooms. No, they yeah. It's it not blooms get knocked <laughs> off. If you move what size containers were they in? I think they're oh, three right gallons. Oh, the three, the number three pot. Yeah, number three gallons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're unbelievable. Uh, that's that's a. Uh, Biggest are uh, the most fragrant I've ever experienced in this nursery. And you don't smell as good as you used to. Oh, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we were talking about the jasmine here now. Oh, 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 no! I said that was my that was my self-deprecating joke. I couldn't remember if Trey said that first or if. Uh, uh, yeah, probably Trey. That you don't that. smell as good as you used to. I wouldn't have phrased it like that. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Then maybe I said it. My, no, I, my nose doesn't work as okay. it used to. <laughs> but anyway, they're beautiful plants. And uh, even if they, if you, even if they probably will have some bloom by, still by Mother's Day. But these are in full bloom. I imagine, were they in the greenhouse or do you know? I don't have no clue. But boy, they sure I, are pretty. I know plants. I had to wait on them about three weeks because they were take, trying to take cuttings. No. Uh, <laughs> Even though I was begging and pleading, ship them. They wouldn't ship them until <laughs> they didn't ship them until this week. Well, they're they're beautiful things. Even though you didn't plant, put them up here by Calvin and Milton. Yeah. Yep. No. Anyway, uh, Calvin says he's looked at the tomatoes, and uh, there's a uh, celebrity out there. Even some celebrities and, and uh, the fish, the fish tomatoes out there. Red, uh, red snapper. Few of those, and uh, <laughs> uh, then there's uh, some of the, some of the old-fashioned brands, uh, varieties. Yeah. But, but there's still a chance that if you want to rush and get some tomatoes in, you got to get them in. <laughs> Oak leaf hydrangeas. Oak leaf hydrangeas. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Trace is identifying some plants sent from uh, uh, Jack Hoover's wife. Mm. Up, uh, he, you know, he used to package all our seeds up. And uh, his wife, under his address, sent me uh, three plants to identify. Said, and she put on there, said, you know, Jack don't know a thing about uh, uh, this sort of plant, identified plants. Hydrangeas uh, in general would like somewhere else other than San Antonio. But yeah, that yeah. particular variety is much more tolerable of our conditions than most hydrangeas. Yeah, well, these are, these are up north, above the lakes up there. Okay, well, then... That, Does it need to be cooler? Well, uh, they, they take a lot of water, and they want preferably an acid situation. Yeah, well, they're but, not. But this one <laughs> this one is much more durable than some of the fancier leafed and bloomed ones. Okay, thank you. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I was visiting, uh, well, about a month ago. Uh, the Verstraetens, you know, the ones that have had, well, the daddy is the one that uh, grew all the different colors. The, the uh, 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 got the uh, seeds of the white and uh, pink, and uh, I guess he had a had a uh, part of it all. What uh, kind of plant? colors? Pl- blue bonnets. Blue bonnets. Uh, Mr. Henry, 
uh, he's passed away, of course, as with his wife. He's the one I always tell about uh, he had retired, a farmer retired. Uh-huh. I've not seen it work for any farmer. But uh, <laughs> he had retired and was just going pl- to do stuff in his garden. Uh-huh. And uh, I said, Mr. Henry, would you, would you mind growing me some uh, blue bonnets in your garden? No. I don't grow flowers in my garden. He's a vegetable guy for 50, 60 years. And uh, his father before him, uh, they came from Belgium, of course. And uh, so he was pretty stubborn about that. So as usual, I went to the source, to the head, uh, head of the heart, and that was his wife. We all we all understood that before you. Got yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I I, I, got, I caught her out on the porch one time without him. And I said, Mr. Trotten, uh, you're a nice little lady. I said, would you like to grow some blue bonnet flowers, pretty flowers in your garden? He says, oh, would you? Could you? Would you? I said, yeah, you you tell your husband about uh, wanting to grow some flowers in your garden. And uh, next time I was out there, Mr. Henry came up and said, I'm ready to plant those flowers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But he uh, he was quite a guy. Eventually, his whole garden turned into blue bonnets. Oh, the blue wow. Bonnet, the blue bonnet planting. And that was also the garden that we uh, selected the bunny bloom larkspur from. I think that needs to be revisited. Bunny bloom? Yeah. Bunny, yes. bunny bloom, yeah. Oh gosh, are they beautiful this uh, year? Are they? Mine, are, mine are, are going strong. Yeah. Are you calling them out, Calvin? Heck no, I man. I think no. I've got well, so has, many. Has nice... there ever been a Texas superstar? No. Maybe it should. <laughs> well, we don't have any seed anymore. Somebody's got to have seed. <laughs> you probably have them in your refrigerator. Yeah, I do. Behind the... <laughs> as a matter of fact. And but, any, uh, anybody that's got them in their garden, it's easy to collect seed. Oh yeah, of that. You have to collect them of that particular. David, if you're listening, that's a that's a good selection for next year's Texas Superstar. Yeah, you know you got to do it early so we can sell them in February. (laughs) Oh, well, well, that'll be hard to do. Yeah, we color. Gary did it before. I guess we can do the mix. (laughs) Yeah, the the seed. uh, I mean, (laughs) most people are willing to share the seeds since there's so many of them, but. the uh, I got a report. Anyway, I didn't finish my story, so I was I uh, taking some tomatoes to uh, the Vershaden. Uh We try. They plant a planting of uh, blue bonnets. Uh, this year they're growing the. Uh, <laughs> this is grew the royal blue, the uh, Lady Bird Johnson royal blue, and they always grow a good good crop of them even when, even though they didn't have irrigation issue so they grew without any irrigation other than from the sky can you imagine that trace <laughs> a blue bonnet i mean uh, well, i mean they've, they've been around for hundreds of years <laughs> and uh, yeah but i'm after can, a big seed crop I, these the wildflower people are listening to him and say what is that guy talking about <laughs> Well, they don't. They don't need irrigation. Yeah, the the Verstraden's being some of the best farmers, if not the best farmers in the area, uh, were not happy 
that they couldn't irrigate them. But uh, anyway, they they did it unusually well. But uh, I took them some tomatoes out there last year. I do every year. I send them take them tomatoes. Doctor Stein and I do, and uh, they they plant our blue bonnets, and they they've gotten into it. But uh, <laughs> they they hesitated to plant the blue bonnets, and I said, I told them, I said, you don't want Papa to know you're not planting blue bonnets. So they. Next day, <laughs> but anyway, they uh, I took you take them tomatoes every year, and I mean this year, they said that that tomato last year that X H M yeah H M I forget the eighty eight uh, yeah I think that's it twenty nine yeah I took them some of those last year, and they've been growing <laughs> tomatoes and vegetables for seventy years. And uh, they said that's the best tomato they've ever seen. Yeah. And l- luckily I found. I, I hear blah, blah, blah. I'm a good manipulator. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they just. You're only hearing the subtext. Yes, there. Yes. They just wouldn't stop talking about the tomatoes. They said they had tomatoes in the top, just like, you know, in the upper half of the tomato plant. And uh, they would be all big, nice marketable plant fruit and uh <laughs> then the, and then they said that tomato started re- reforming tomatoes at the top and they had tomatoes all the way to frost ah, even though that was uh, uh, that pretty much uh, we were thinking that it was semi determinate yeah 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 but they they didn't they were spectacular all right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Trace, what's going on today? What you excited about? Besides, it's a gorgeous day. It is a gorgeous day. Isn't it pretty? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Um, I've, got, I've got another Florida truck scheduled this week that always is exciting. <laughs> is, that a, is that both a good and bad excitement? It, it, yes. Okay. We were when it comes out of Florida, it's not racked. So it's oh no, floor stacked is generally about a four to six hour ordeal. Uh. Hand stacking it in and out or out of the truck onto some kind of rack, and then then another couple of days of taking paper off and pricing. We were t- we were excited about the uh, hollies. I saw those uh, dwarf Chinese hollies. Gosh, yep, those nice. first batch of, first batch. I've been able to get over all year. I didn't. I didn't remember them. I used to grow them, and I didn't remember them having berries. But these got uh, berries. And then there are also the dwarf Burford hollies. There were there, were really a, attractive. Yeah. The re- and uh, and then the standard Burford. The reason we're talking about hollies so much is that they're the they're the w- one plant that really made it through the freeze without yeah. getting affected, and it's the one that. It's been the easiest to recommend as a replacement for xylosma and uh, other other kind of uh, plants, the viburnum and other things that haven't uh, didn't fare well in the freeze. But there's, I uh, sense that Jerry was slightly impressed by the holly's ability not to be impacted by the freeze and stuff. Uh, slightly. Yeah. But I also want. I thought it was kind of bad when yesterday someone said, you know. 
she, is it time to plant zinnias? And he said, why would you plant zinnias when you can plant holly? Uh, <laughs> I thought, wow, yeah. I'm not sure those go together, but he really is high on holly. Now, the one, the well, one they're thing, good plants. Yeah. One, one thing about the hollies, you, some of the hollies are deer, the deer pass up, but some of them, they don't. It depends no. on the, uh, the more uh, pokey it is, the more likely they pass it up. Yeah. Yo, the yopons, they seem to pass up. Oh, good. And the uh, dwarf Chinese, uh, I think that's because of the the little thorning. Yeah, that'll definitely draw blood on the. You talking about Burford? No, no, they don't. They the don't. Dwarf Chinese, the one they, with all the little pokies. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's about yeah, four yeah, feet tall. Check that out when you go that right through there. They're knockoff. They're they're really pretty. Uh, now I've always the Burfords. I've had them chew the deer chew on the Burfords. So. They'll eat Burford. Yeah. Are those your jasmine? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh goodness. Yeah, I think yeah. this. this the, Look at that. They're, they're really pretty. Oh, man, that thing is full yeah, of bloom in the, and, in the front. And I just got a whiff. So the, oh, did you? Okay. So wind, you, wind's blown just right from that car. So you smell better than you think you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'll save it for myself. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm getting a whiff. I don't smell as good as you do. <laughs> well, you, I tell you what, when that's you walk, a given, Mills. When you walk down the hill by all those, by that sidewalk, yeah. I mean, like I said, it almost took me to the ground. Is that that strong? Only the only time I've ever smelled something that strong was a uh, a rose. The roses. We had some rose. My grandmother had some roses climbers and uh in the early in the spring when they bloom they're once bloomers uh they would uh they would have that strong fragrance which i really like so you brought up that as a mother's day yes. item what you want to is there anything else that uh, we got a gardenias Ooh. it's not the easiest plant to grow here but it's a great mother's day gift which and, ones uh i've got patio tree form okay. and then uh, a bush type was it August Beauty? Is that a gardenia? I, that is an August. Yes. Okay, um, that's the only one I could. I grew, so that actually. You were successful. I was successful until it rained too much on it, and it went. Well, everybody always likes unusual things to give the mom. So this patio, okay. this patio tree is uh, quite unusual. Okay, so gardenias and ah, <laughs> oh. um, couple of uh, Milton even grew grew it successfully for a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it really. The only thing that killed it was too much rain. And I did the the half sphagnum peat, half uh, potting soil yeah, trick. That's good. And it did. It, it, it stayed had, green all the time. It stayed green all the time. It bloomed. It smelled wonderful. It just, it was just, yeah. yeah it just, um, even, so even if it only had one or two blooms on it. What about your uh, phalaenopsis as you're trying to, as right after you put down the mic, uh, <laughs> do we have the. Uh, I haven't been in the greenhouse oh, okay. in, in 24 hours, so uh, there were some in there. I'm not sure if there still are. Okay. And uh, the good, neat thing about it is <laughs> if you're thinking about growing something kind of weird that needs acid soil, the barrel's on sale this week. Oh, yeah. Whiskey Two barrels? for $100, right? Yes, sir. Sounds right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Like 59 a, each, I think, or... Fifty nine ninety nine or two for right. hundred. <laughs> the uh, 
Now, those don't have holes in the bottom, do they? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, drill it. So, so you're going to have to drill holes at the whiskey, whiskey barrels. And, and we don't pre-do any, well, we don't drill the holes unless it's when we're planting. Yeah. Uh, but we actually keep try to keep water in, in a oh, part way. Yeah. Otherwise, the wood shrinks and then they <laughs> start falling apart and become a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, 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 but once you put soil in it, then that's not, that doesn't have a Yeah, problem. okay. If you keep the soil moist. But uh, when they first started selling those whiskey barrels, you probably can remember that, can't you? They were like $10 a piece back then. Yeah, but... Uh, how long has that been, Trace? Thirty years? Longer than that. <laughs> but uh, we had a, had a new nursery uh, that at Weldon selling that particular plant was uh, that particular item was a new person. So he had all the, he got a load of, them. and he spent all day with his uh, employees emptying those barrels, emptying that water out of the barrels, cussing them. For leaving that water in those barrels because it made them every day unload and everything else. And then they drilled holes in them. So I came by late that evening. He was off Bandera. And uh, he was telling me how proud he was what they'd done all day. I said, what you going to do tomorrow? <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, put that water back in those barrels or they'll all be on the ground and it just doesn't take them very long no. for those timbers to dry out, and then, then all the since they're not uh, connected to the the rings that hold the stays, uh, I guess, in, in place. Uh, the, but I, I think some sometimes well, I know these these uh, half barrels that you the, sell. The trough here. type is screwed, but uh, right. we actually sold out of those already this year. And, is that right? Yeah, I like those. I'm not surprised you sold out of them. Um, they're nice. Calvin really fell in love with them. <laughs> I was just wondering. I was wondering if you, oh yeah, well, if you'd grown anything in them. No, I don't have one. <laughs> what they what they really work slick. I like strawberries. Yeah, yeah, that's what you'd said. Yeah. I'm t- I'm going uh, with uh, tomatoes this year too. Good. Yeah. Uh, the uh, do you have? I, I can't find my sales deal. Well, look for your it, sales. It's pretty much the same as last week. It's yeah. Pot, potting mix. On yeah, the, yeah there was uh, a potting yeah, mix. Potting soil. Okay. Four ninety nine. I was thinking about growing the gardenias. Oh. Uh, also, you got blueberries. I think they're still on sale too. They're listed at regular price. Yeah, uh, we did get a new variety in that's a little cheaper than that, but uh, okay. we're starting to run a little lean. Okay. Can you? Hey, we got to take a quick break. Uh, while we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Tell all of my I've something to do that cannot wait. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, what did he have to do? I can't remember. 210-308-8867, 210 
308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, uh, you, know, you can tell that folks are looking for uh, employees in here in San Antonio. And normally this is where I would tell you how great Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is to help you to... Uh, um, to uh, get rid of those uh, pests in your home and what a great company it is. And I'm going to tell you also right now, it's a great company to work for. And Spider-Man Termite Pet and Pest Control is uh, is out looking for new people uh, to help them grow. Uh, and uh, I think they were looking for uh, technicians, licensed uh, technicians, and certified applicators. Uh, but uh, if this is something that you'd like to do, if you uh, uh, or looking to change, uh, if you're in the field now and looking for a change, you can give Cindy a call tomorrow morning, 210-656-3721, and just tell her you heard us on the radio talking about it, 210-656-3721, and it's GoSpiderManPest.com. Plus, if you've got any problems, you know we always say you can trust Spider-Man to help you take care of those, uh, and uh, you can find more online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. I got news on my pest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the ro- roaches are pra- practically extinct. In my uh, I can't believe it. But it was so much fun chasing them and killing them and what? hunting them. I thought you were... I was a I hunter. Thought, I thought you embraced them. When did you change your mind and start it's, hunting it's, them? It's just like uh, hunting wild game. <laughs> Is it, dude? <laughs> I can't go no, out I don't know. I don't know wild. how you got fooled. You know, you have to just have to remember back to his... Uh, this romance with the butterflies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, chat, what did he call that? Uh, it was a butterfly. He whispered to the butterflies. Whisper, uh, whisper butterflies. To he told always... them, don't move, and they never moved again. That's right. There you go. Yeah, they did. Uh, and I appreciate that. I got, in fact, we got, that's on plantanswers.com on the butterflies. And a uh, beautiful webpage. And I got, I got, uh, 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 emails from all over the United, all over the world. No, no. Wanting to know, are amazed at how I got those butterflies oh. to be so still for me to take the picture. Uh, did you tell them? I just told them it was patience. Uh huh. Patience. That's what you got to do. Yeah, you made them patience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have had to school them a little bit. Yeah. For the butterfly hospital, uh, <laughs> they became patients in there. But then they they, uh, they wouldn't fly off. No, they uh, you whispered to them, and that was all. That... Yeah, and Greg Grant always said said, uh, "I've never seen a butterfly on that particular plant before." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had butterflies driving cars. <laughs> you had butterflies. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, well, if you, uh, before he he uh, ruins the whole experience with plant answers. <laughs> yeah, to remind everybody that one of the things. We our article to, uh, on Saturday was uh, talking about ways to enhance your your knowledge, especially if you just moved into the area. And we were promoting the idea of the Garden Volunteers of South Texas. Oh yeah, please talk about that. Their uh, their uh, design school. But we also mentioned the PlantAnswers.com. And uh, it, it's got a. Is it still got the active question and answer? Uh, oh yeah. Pro- pro- process and then also got a huge uh, 
uh, supply of, of uh, information that you can uh, learn all about uh, the most effective way to garden in our area. It's one of the best places there is to get information from uh, oh, from Greg Grant and from uh, oh, yeah. Larry Stein and uh, from a lot of the extensive Mark all, Mark Black and, and uh, all my pathologists. Article, articles are, are archived on there too and Jared and Many, many years of Jerry's articles, too. And there's several thousand questions that have been answered by all those experts. They're housed on plantanswers.com so, and can be searchable. They are searchable. So keep that, keep that in mind. Get the article out if you want uh, more information. But just go plantanswers.com and you'll, you'll be able to get yeah, the, the, the search know. engines are to the... To the as you open the page, it's to the right. Okay. And there's three search three search engines. One search engine is for plantanswers.com. In other words, all the articles and it finds Calvin's articles uh, uh, about subjects and uh, as well as mine and Greg's and everybody else's. But uh, uh, anyway, you can do a search for those. Or you can do a, a, just a search of the questions and answers that have been logged on there. That's the second search engine. The third <clears throat> search engine uh, listed on there searches uh, Aggie horticulture, the mother, the mother uh, side of all the stuff. And uh, then I have a search engine on there. I think it's the fourth or fifth that searches pictures. In other words, mm-hmm. if you want to see what a a cut ant, a cut cut ant, cut ant or a, a fire ant or a, what am I trying to think of? Uh, but anyway, any any type of insect that you got, you can do a search engine, do a search for that particular insect. Yeah, and, it, and it'll <laughs> it, or what you think it is. Uh, and it'll it'll search every website in the world for pictures of that insect, and so it's amazing in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you talking it's, about it's quick. spooky. Yeah, how quickly it does it, and hey. that, that's after so much. Uh, when we were back doing it the old way, people would call in with an insect, yeah, and try to describe it on the phone, which no one can do. Uh, and uh, uh, so then we would tell them, okay, go to that search engine, type in the name of the insect, and see if that's really what you've had. So uh, it, it's been very helpful. Yeah. Hey, uh, the, I, the article also uh, is uh, t- talks about the design landscape design school that's sponsored by Saws and Gardening Volunteers of South Texas and the. Uh, uh, other, yeah, uh, San Antonio River Authority participants, others, yeah. uh, and you it, get that sent to you, right? The, yeah, you uh, get the educational information. The so. key, the key is uh, go to their website, gardeningvolunteers.org. dot org, because uh, it's going to start on on uh, May tenth, and it's going to be on Mondays and Wednesdays, ten thirty to noon, through the twenty sixth of May. And it's a $30 fee. Uh, you get, uh, it's on Zoom, 
And then you also get, uh, Jerry mentioned, the, the, the mailed out to you the, the uh, handouts with all the, the plant uh, photos so you can see uh, what the recommended yeah. plants it's a are. Be- it's there. a beautiful publication. And they, uh, they'll even, they're going to do a, uh, uh, if you're interested, they'll visit your uh, plant, your, your site. No, and, I don't want them around my yard. And then they'll, uh, well, your <laughs> co- the cockroaches won't mind. Uh. <laughs> and, and then they will, uh, they will confer with you on the, the issues you have for, you know, that you brought up on your, your particular landscape. So it's a really interesting. For more information, go to the to the website and uh, take advantage of that. It's a good yeah. way to get good information. Gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah. Did you did you help with that uh, book that they that they hand out? I know Karen did. Oh yeah. You mean the, and, uh, the, the landscape Jane, care guy? What's her name? Landscape care guy. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, uh, that took so long to get printed. You remember? But there's a they they did a they did a new one too. Oh, okay. Well, they have beautiful pictures in there. Hey, we have Jeff on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Jeff, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Well, I need some advice on trimming some vitex I have in my yard. They're about five years old. Um, I'm pruning them into a small flowering tree instead of a large flowering shrub. Um, okay. But this, this time of year, there's it, it's covered in very small branches with no leaves coming out at all. Um, some of them ending in what looks like the old flower from last year. Right. So I, did I cut all of those? What appear to be dead limbs, maybe they're not, but there's nothing growing on them. Should I cut those back to the main stalk, or? Well, you can if you want to, but uh, now if you've noticed in the past few years that you've had it, uh, they grow around that those uh, seed pods and uh, things like little dead branches. But if you if they're bothering you, and you're retired and in good health. Uh, you can uh, trim those back. You kind of tip prune them, up, prune them off if you want to. Certainly won't hurt anything. How how did it go through the? Co- it did went through the coal okay, didn't it? Oh yeah, it, it. This year was no different than the last four or five. It dropped its leaves, but then some sunshine and some warmth, it started leaping out everywhere. There you go. I, I'm trimming off the little sucker growth that's coming up out of the bottom. I look up and I see just. A myriad of what appear to be dead limbs. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure. Should I leave them? Would it hurt them to cut them back? It uh, doesn't hurt them to cut them back. Uh, in fact, uh, you know the original write-up on that uh, Vitex uh, said to cut them back every year, cut them down to the ground every year. Uh, and what that does is it make them grow in a bush form and then you have a real small blooming plant yeah you have a smaller blooming plant but uh if you're growing them in a tree uh uh, growing them into a tree form the uh you just you can leave them or or just if they're dead in other words when you cut the cut them back to a larger stem uh, this you can take that whole stem off. If it's dead, it's not going to come back. What will happen is 
the new growth will cover it up. Yeah. Now, but have you got time, the? Over yeah. Over time, will I have the will the foliage uh, just be full of these dead stalks? And at some point, I'm going to have to trim them out, or? Well, usually the foliage covers up everything like that, and they break. They uh, they kind of disintegrate. Yeah, yeah. They they dry up and fall off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I haven't but done that, this before. <laughs> um, okay, don't don't worry about it. Okay, and and leave the ones that that terminate in the old flower. Just leave them as well. Yeah. Not gonna hurt anything. Uh, the new growth will be uh, generated or originated below that, where the uh, wood is still alive. And uh, and will grow around the seed pods that are the, are still left, and uh, then eventually those seed pods will uh, dry up and fall off. You've but been looking at you've been you've looking at <laughs> you've been looking at that tree too much, son. Well, you've got to you got to ignore it. I'm in good health, but I, I, I uh, got things <laughs> to do. Uh, there's uh, uh, 200 okay. of them, one of these that I got to trim off, and I was hoping you would tell me, no, just leave them alone and, and go do something else. Okay, let's see. Let me get this. Let me get this right. I'll just leave them alone and do something else. Yeah, I don't think we had all the information uh, prior to the first answer. So yeah, it's clear now. <laughs> Did you get well, that? Uh, you said you had that four or five years. Uh, yeah. Put them in when we built this house. Five years ago. Okay. Do you do you do you have the new one, the one that uh, uh, we introduced about? I guess it was about four or five years ago. It has great big uh, blooms or uh, long spikes of blooms. Oh yeah. I mean this, this okay. thing is beautiful when it when it flowers. It's oh yeah. Well, you got you got one of the good ones from uh, Louisiana. Well, this is these three are my pride and joy, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have to tell the story on Greg Grant, who brought that into into Texas, and uh, he he cut he got some cutting out of a fellow's yard in Louisiana, and he says that he thought that that was a abandoned house, and. <laughs> When he was telling some of the local nurses around in Louisiana that, he said, have y'all ever noticed that uh, beautiful blooming vitex over there? And they said, oh, yeah, we've been <laughs> we've been wanting to get cuttings of that for years, and that old man won't give us any cuttings. So there you go. Another Greg Grant. Uh, mm-hmm. And Greg, Greg was devastated that he had taken those cuttings without getting and, Greg, and Greg changes his address every three uh, months. Yeah. So nobody will find He's him. constantly on the move. Like like I was with the Grandma Jella Rose. Yeah. You know, and the story on that was found in uh, Nacogdoches, Texas. And Greg was answering, uh, knocking on the door to get permission to get cuttings while I was out there getting cuttings. Hmm. You sure you want to uh, tell yeah. these stories? Yeah, I sent Greg to. <laughs> you never know get, who listens. Get permission. <laughs> Did he get permission? Yeah. No, nobody was there. Oh, okay. And and I, besides, we were running back to the car with the cutting. 
Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Hope we don't do it. Bye, Jeff. Have a good good luck. Thanks. All right, 210, we're going to take a break. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Galvin Finch, and we look forward to talking with you after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Just the one who says went crazy on him. That's just what he does. But once upon a time, I was the next girl. I've been where you're at. You overlook a lot when he looks like that. A charm, your mama with that smile. Hide the red flags for a little while. I bet you probably never. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Let's go back to those phone lines right now. At two one zero two seven, Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Question: I have a four-year-old mountain laurel that I bought there from Millburgers, and shortly after the freeze, the longest limb it had, I started yellowing from the bottom, and it eventually went all the way up. And it's been about a month and a half, and it hasn't come back. And the only growth that I see on that limb. It's about three inches from the ground, and the limb bifurcates, and the second shorter branch, there's nothing wrong with it. So is it a disease? Is it the freeze? Or what's, should I cut off the, what's left of that limb, or what can I do for this tree? <laughs> yeah, Let's, we've seen that. What's uh, the plant? Uh, mountain laurel. Texas, okay. Uh, it, it, it would be easy to blame the freeze, but uh, uh, there's a disease, a uh, internal systemic uh, canker that uh, shows up periodically on certain mountain laws. There's nothing you can do to prevent it, and it usually just takes one one limb, one complete limb. Uh, so if you've got if you got it, cut off that limb all the way to where you if you look at the bark, uh, on that on that branch, you'll see a, a blackened discoloration <coughs> under the bark of the affected limb. Where that black discoloration stops toward the base of the plant, uh, you will want to go uh, about an inch or so below the the blackened discolorated bark and cut it off. Okay. And and that, that doesn't mean it'll spread to the others. Uh, and we don't know how it spread and it uh, and what ease, ease what uh, size plant it will affect because uh, I've seen them on thirty uh, year old mountain Now you don't, ex- you're, but you're saying that you, we don't expect it to spread to the spread other. the other branches. No. Yeah, no. But we know, we know very little about it, and uh, we know that you can't control it. It just pops up one year for some reason. But uh, your mountain should be okay. It probably won't, because of the freeze, it probably won't bloom or hasn't bloomed this spring. But if you cut that out, uh, it'll be okay. All right, folks, thank you, you much. Okay. All right, thank Bye-bye. you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 
I got a kind of a short question yesterday on the email. <laughs> the question is, Calvin, what should I do to fix this problem? What problem? <laughs> oh, you want to know what the problem is? He wants to know so much information. Uh, brown spots in lawn. Brown spots in lawn. Uh, <laughs> did he? Did no, uh, I've that's got all the information they gave you? Yeah, that's it. Virginia Garza. You know what? I my first response. My thinking, just look at, thinking about my lands, my landscape, and my neighborhood, is that it's my, it's our. Too our early. Winter, our winter weeds that are, yeah, declining, and uh, expect these the permanent grass to be coming up, and it, yeah, I mean, that's it's just <laughs> just classic out there right now. And it, the good news is they won't be brown for long, if that's yeah. what it is. We I, it's probably not uh, brown brown patch. No, because this is the wrong time. We of haven't the year. had enough moisture. Yeah, the long wrong time of the year too, but yeah. This uh, with with that dry and our winter weeds, yeah. that sure sounds like that's what it is. Well, the good news is I always like to give some people some good news. You are <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, my lawn has been neglected since the freeze, and unfortunately, my beautiful bluegrass. Is no longer. Oh, no. And the real, the real Saint Augustine is is uh, coming around. In other words, greening uh-huh. up a little bit. But have it's you, just have you seen a little horse herb too? I haven't seen any. Oh, horse I've herb. seen. I'm seeing a little horse herb. All right. right. I bet. Uh, Calvin's Virginia. excited. He's excited. Virginia. No. Um, <laughs> Evelyn. 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 Yeah. She did, he, he did that on purpose. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. And she will bring it to his attention. Yeah, she will when she calls. She always calls second hour. <laughs> the uh, just like well, Johnson uh, City Fred. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the uh, the bluegrass has uh, declined, and I think I'm seeing some uh, seed heads coming up. Yeah, you're uh, probably right. Yeah, uh, you they're, know. they're already forming. You know, and, uh, I've spent a lot of time on my uh, bed straw trying to yeah. trying to collect with the rake, trying to collect those seeds so that the dogs don't get old. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing is uh, another weed is moving in a bigger slice. It's uh, you know, yeah. it's like the wild carrot. Yeah, it, yeah. I noticed that it's got the seed head starting to mature too. So, well, he, my dog is tracking in some. Yeah. Seed heads, I guess. Yeah, you wanna, you if you 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 wanna do what you can. Uh, the good news on the bed straw is that a rake does a good job, and you pile it up and put it in a in a garbage bag or put it in your compost pile. And it'll decline after the weather gets. Oh high. yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's it's done for. But your that uh, baker's lice is just declining. Yeah. So even a string more. Cut the top off, the seed head off will, will be good for you. I'm not going to do that of my bluegrass and my uh, winter, winter uh, I don't have to, all I have to do is let those seed heads mature on my bluegrass, which I can't find seed of. 
<laughs> and uh, I'll have it next year. Yeah, but your bigger slice is it's going to be is eighteen. Yeah, inches it's tall. It's, yeah. it's easy to pull up. Yeah, I mean you can see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's and, up to your and it's uh, it's it's one of these. It's a a sticker, you know. Well, it's a sticky seed is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Hey, 210-308-8867. I want to take a second before we go get you caught up with the news, talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited over there at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Again, if you're trying to bring nature to your world, whether it's for you, Wild Birds Unlimited is the place to go because they're solutions-oriented. They're, if you can attract birds or squirrels in San Antonio, they'll tell you how to do it. And they'll help you set it up. And then if you have problems with it for some reason, they'll walk you through it and, and be there to help you. So I like the idea of uh, bird baths for Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, that's They're a fun. great gift. You know, Jerry used to, uh, to uh, his relatives that were at nursing homes, he used to yeah. carry things there. But the, and the bird bath is a, is a great, Oh yeah. if you can put it, relatively easy to put it where they can, Watch what's going on. Yeah, easy to maintain and uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and that's where it'll last too. In other words, oh yeah, much longer than maybe the patient will last. But that's uh, one of the things that Kyle brought up when we were talking about what do people need to be doing now. Is he said, yeah, the birds are thirsty, and if you're <laughs> that water source for them, and they're going to come to you. I think it was you yesterday was saying that hey, the hummingbirds yeah are, are everywhere yeah. now. So uh, they'll 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 steer you through it. They'll help you out. They'll find you the right stuff that you need, whether you're just watching them from your window, or you want to do something, or get a gift certificate for somebody. But just go by and visit with them. It's a lot of fun, and you'll enjoy the visit as much as you will shopping there at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road. And the phone number is so easy to remember: two one zero. Uh, four seven nine bird two one zero four seven nine B at the uh, the school again. Uh, maybe take us to the news. Yeah, we've got uh, Milton's talking about the uh, gardening volunteers of South Tex. The landscape design school starts on May tenth. Uh, go to their website if you want more information. It's a thirty dollar fee. It's a Zoom uh, experience. <laughs> uh, Mondays and Wednesdays ten thirty to to noon. Uh, during uh, May, and uh, it includes uh, some handouts. Jerry described some of the, the neat uh, photos of the, of the plants. It, it, shows, it does a good job of showing you what's available for a successful landscape in the San Antonio area. And they'll also do uh, a little con- uh, counseling is available. Yeah, they're still going to do the consultations, yeah, which is great. Right. That was a big draw. And it is especially good experience for uh, somebody that's. Uh, we got so many new gardeners that are new to this area. Yeah. And want to learn? I get a fast study so they can get started, and then they've got to deal with the freeze too. Yeah. So, yeah. so we can. Uh, that gives us an opportunity to, to talk to them about the freeze. So, go to. Uh, Gar- uh, gardening, gardening Volunteers, South Texas. Gar- no, just gardeningvolunteers.org, org. You can Google them. It'd be Gardening Volunteers uh, South Texas, and then that'll get you to the site. And there's a, it's a 50-person limit, so you've got to get, get ready. Do it soon. All right. We're going to take a break. If we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, because we have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. 
Live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. After this, on the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. Uh, yep, and we got uh, plenty of answers left. We, uh, we've only got, gotten a few calls, but we got a whole bucket of answers uh, to give you when you call in at 210 8867 bucket of answer no we got a bucket of answers so people oh. people might not be calling in because thinking oh man they've been giving out great answers all day they're probably exhausted <laughs> well, i got a bucket of answers a bucket of answers we can reuse some of the questions that have been answered yeah in the we can yeah so <laughs> call us at 210-308-8867 let's see okay i have been very curious oh dear and haven't heard or had a report, maybe it hasn't occurred yet. Of what? On what happened to the uh, Marks uh, and Saws. They did uh, oh, something for that spring bloom. Give a, the giveaway on the trees. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, for the spring bloom re- uh, program. Why they get it uh, virtually. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm not familiar with it. Well, Mark needs to go. It's happened, hasn't it? Or, I, I don't know. I'll go look online. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I was wondering how that turned out. I was kind of curious about um, Mark's reaction to the uh, the Oak uh, yeah. publication, too. So we got a whole list of things. That we can <laughs> yeah, and I realize in, in the um, the name of fairness, we probably need to have somebody on the show that hates Oaks. No. <laughs> Do we have to be fair? I don't think you're going to find anybody. I don't like think that. you are either. I love my oaks. <laughs> we saw the, the neatest uh, oak. It was, uh, again, when we were visiting in Fort Worth. I'll have to send you a picture. I guess what had happened was a second one had come up, and either it had cut out or something, and it looked like it had, it had, there was a hole in it. It's, it, looked, it looked like a, a little uh, a basin. Uh, if you were not uh, prone to think of things that were probably a little on the uh, distasteful side, mm-hmm. if you were, it might have looked like something else, like a little, you know, toilet. But it was, uh, but it was the neatest thing. I'll send y'all a picture of it. But uh, this was growing. I mean, in the, so the alive. oak was the oak. Yeah, the oak was was nice and big, and in in front of it, just a little bit, uh, about you know, a foot and a half up, was this little sink. It looked like a, it looked like a sink. Uh, or I guess you know you know how the oaks have the yeah, little thing yeah. yeah yeah and it looked real real neat because it was uh, uh, a lot of people plant cactus in those oh things. that'd be that'd be an idea and a lot of people I remember from last year we talked about this a lot of people have cactus planted for them in their oak uh, is that right yeah we've had well, that it before just, it grows yeah. yeah. Well, we know the birds have like close. planted it with uh, just by pooping and. Yeah. <laughs> well, close close to our education resource center, there's a, a big oak with real odd shape and everything, and then it has a a horizontal branch with a kind of a cavern, and and it's it's all it's almost <laughs> a uh, oh, like a re, a cupboard. Or something. Oh, yeah. how neat! Yeah, yeah. Like, and the kids kind of you put their stuff in there when they're playing in. The oh, area, that's great. You know, we we have we have a, a person that's asking about. I think that's a 
that, that, orna- that ornamental. Uh, is that elite? Where, where'd you find it? No, he was looking for a green oh, onion. Oh, in the herb group? Uh, I, that's not society garlic, is it? Calvin's looking at it. You yeah, didn't see it. See it. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I think you may be disappointed. You rely on that. Right. Somebody looking for onions at this time of year. For some reason, my time clock yeah. says that we should still be planting onions. Uh, I, but then I look at the calendar, and it's almost May, and those well, stupid short-term onions. As long as we're mentioning things like that. What about tomatoes? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Keep, yeah. You know, I keep thinking that uh, <laughs> it must be still be tomato season, but it's almost May. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why my clock won't won't get right. I guess it was the cold weather froze it out of me. But anyway, uh, we have tomatoes here. Speaking of tomatoes, and uh, I think we mentioned this earlier. We've got celebrity, and um, Red. See, you say you didn't see Tycoon and uh, Red Snapper. I saw Red Snapper, but no Tycoon. Yeah, uh, and yeah. so. And we keep asking Trace about it. He wanted the one who orders the plants. And uh, he had said that he wasn't going to order any more tomato plants. And uh, the, uh, but he always, if they've got one or two on availability, he's been bringing one or two flats in. But if you haven't planted your tomatoes yet, uh, or if you're going to have not fixed your garden, tilled up your garden, cut today and yesterday were beautiful times to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, is the, now is the time to get them because, as my old Latin teacher used to say, Melvin. Julia? <laughs> Julia Caesar. <laughs> A word to the wise is sufficient. Now they were very wise. Yeah, was it a he or a she? It was a she, wasn't it? <laughs> we're, it was we're, she. Yeah. yeah, okay. We're we're at the end of the tomato planting season, but we're 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 still in the prime pepper. Oh yeah, planting and there's a lot of choices on peppers here. So maybe if you just haven't had a chance to do the tomatoes, get a get the peppers you need, hot or. Uh, Mild peppers, there's banana peppers there and lots of different uh, yeah. green, green peppers. And then just get a few uh, get a few tomatoes. You know, grab a couple of celebrities and, uh, and some of the other recommended varieties and then uh, see if you can you have a pretty good chance, depending on what the weather does, of getting a harvest. Well, most of the tomato, most of the rodeo tomatoes, which we all sell, is a... Uh, or heat setters anyway, and they're they're good yielding tomatoes even if you plant them late. Of course, the best heat setters are are ace heat setter or cherry tomato is uh, ones that uh, I guess we're all, all out of. Yeah, I didn't see any Ruby Crush and uh, uh, 968. But uh, and with that being said, if you've got some volunteers, if you grew that plant last year, 
you probably have volunteer tomatoes coming up somewhere in your flower beds or whatever. Don't throw those away. They're, they'll come back true. Oh, okay. So uh, you can grow those on that. Harold is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Harold. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great, gentlemen. How are y'all? Good, good. How can we help you? I have uh, some pretty good-sized live oak and elm trees on my property. I live out in Lavernia. And uh, just want to know, I want to set a sprinkler out and give them a good good drink. Uh, good. About how long of a time frame, hour-wise, two hours, did I let that sprinkler sit there and, and uh, give what them a good drink? Is it, uh, is it just an old-fashioned sprinkler? Uh, yeah, just them little old Nelson, looks like a yellow sun dial sprinkler. Yeah. You know, what, and I'm just, what just turning off where maybe. What's that? Yeah. Is it a pulsating sprinkler, in other words? No, uh, no, sir, it, it's a constant. It just kind of yeah, goes out a little circle, circle yeah. in a diet, you know. It doesn't put out much water, is yeah. what you're saying. Now these extra oak oaks are they old? Oak, yes, oak? they're huge. They're live oak. Yeah, they're huge. They're probably are you close? Are you, uh, yeah. Are you close to a creek? No, sir. Okay. Well, whatever you give them will uh, certainly they'll appreciate. But uh, <laughs> uh, out there. Move it out, move it away, it's away from the trunk, and yeah, uh, I mean, uh, four or five hours, six hours is not too much. No, really, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have to do if you do a a long time like that. You don't, you know, don't don't have to do it too often. Yeah, and maybe if we're lucky, we'll start getting some rain. <laughs> but you also also be careful to comply with your uh, whatever your restrictions are on your your particular water system. That's true. Unless you water at night, right? Uh, well, some. Sp- I didn't some hear that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> on the water, windy water. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, and you want to put the water out at the drip line of the tree. If you got a tree that old, most of the root system is <laughs> a long way from the trunk. And if you are, are uh, with an author on the uh, an oak uh, book yesterday, and uh, that root system on that oak is three or four times as big as the crown out there. Yeah, that was amazing. That was uh, so quite surprising. So you'll, uh, you know, move move the water away a little way away uh, from the trunk, and uh, yeah, and that's, that's where it's be most efficient. Yeah. Okay. Well, but you're, you're a good man taking care of your oak trees. That's good. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> have you have you got any dead limbs in there? Uh, any down in lower dead? down in the lower parts, yes. Yeah, well, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, now, you're and you're I, keep you're keeping that deadly ball moss off of that. Oh, <laughs> don't let that ball moss kill that tree. Mm-hmm. No, I, I usually yeah. trim those dead limbs off, and I and then I spray it. You know. Good man, good man. Well, based on your reaction, I 
I think you I think you, you, it. you know that it's uh, it's not hurting the tree. Oh yeah, because he's taking it off. No. <laughs> this guy's got to keep this tree going another hundred years, Calvin. He don't want to take a chance on that ball moss on there. I saw that. Well, you know, actually, I just be in mind. Yeah, don't have much good. of the moss growing in the tree. That's why it's a hundred years old. Yeah. David. I guess I, I, Melvin says just the best thing is just ignore him. Uh, I think I think uh, Harold kind of yeah. understands. That oh, okay, maybe a little tongue in cheek there. All right, Harold, sounds good. Thank, thank you very much for the advice. Bye bye. All right, and that will free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. Eighty-eight sixty-seven. It was funny. We were talking about birds watering the birds. Yeah. Yes. Yesterday, I looked out uh, my back door, and of course, it's been so dry. I haven't filled my. Uh, it dries out my bird feeder, not bird feeder, uh, bird bath. Dries out, and so I looked out there, and there was a squirrel, sitting dead in the middle. Of that, uh, of a bird bath, looking at me in the door, like saying, "Where in the hell's the water?" <laughs> <laughs> Sitting right in the middle of that bird bath. Huh. How much rain did we get on? Uh, was it not enough? Uh, not much. Seven. Tenths. Seven tenths. Okay. And in, in my bird bath, that lasts about uh, 30 seconds. With that bathing squirrel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that's what he came to do, but uh, he was out of luck. Uh, also, I want to warn people. Oh, dear. Or explain to people. Much better. That if you want to save the seed of your blue bonnets, that you got growing or either out in the wild where you've got a special one you've marked, you better get the seeds this week. Because I got a report from uh, Dr. Larry Stein, who has now taken over the Blue Bonnet deal because he's he's the only one that's uh, planting them and uh, collecting the seed and with the help of some volunteers. Um. And he uh, he says that uh, we've lost most of the one. In other words, they've already dried up and popped at the botanical garden where we didn't water the plants, couldn't water the plants. And uh, most of them have popped, and they were the red. And uh, he's going out to get the uh, the rest of the uh, blue the dark blue at Verstraden's on Tuesday morning. And uh, so far, he hasn't gotten any volunteer help. He's doing it by himself. And uh, I can't help because of, of my dizziness. Uh, did you want to, we're, we're doing a garden show here. Did you want to be on the air with us? Yes, he did, because he's got a hackberry. Did we, will you come on the air with us? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh, just real quick. Will you be on the air with us? You just have to talk. You'll be on the air. Okay. Go ahead. We got you. You don't have to pick it up. No, you're fine. Just leave it. There we go. (laughs) What you got? We have some examples here. I know. Confirm. The white is ash on the mountain here. This is blackberry, but I don't know what this is. 
That, uh, do you have pecans? That... No, it's not. It's a fast growing. I mean, it's growing a couple, a foot or two. Yeah. Just this summer or this spring. Is it? Uh, what's it doing in the winter time? Those are the leaves. Well, I cut it off last oh. fall. I was just wondering if it was one of the sumacs. Uh, no. Any color? Any any color no, on the it's leaf? Just, it's all green. No, and but, the leaves, the branches are symmetrical, kind of. Yeah, actually, kind of. The, the yeah, branches didn't flare. Central stem. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think it, it it may be one of the the sumacs. Um, well, my wife thinks it's a trash. Oh yeah. Something solid. Well, it depends on uh, some. Uh, if you're a bird watcher and want to uh, increase the the habitat, they're 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 good for that. But they they can they really yeah. spread. Uh, so, I, I was uh, him bringing this hackberry up here reminds me to give all the people the good news that have a bunch of uh, hackberries. You know, in the fence line and things like that, they did not freeze. Yeah. <laughs> they did not freeze back. Even these little seedlings did now not this, freeze. Yeah, this is a seedling. Yeah. It's yeah. about maybe a foot tall. You know, I, I know what it could kill these. Yeah, you know, I wish we could have some way to control those birds where they poop. Yeah. <laughs> so they wouldn't poop all the seed out. Along the fence lines, well, and then we should teach them to poop in flight instead of in perch. Exactly, <laughs> they need to control themselves. <laughs> Kevin, will you work on that for us? Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> so the, on the um, the hackberry, of course, our you prune them down and then you use a stump and vine, cut vine and stump, stump killer. killer, and put that on the cut, and then that yeah. kills the that roots. That kills them. If if that is, in fact, a sumac, it'll grow the way we describe those those layers fast. Actually, the the things are like Fibonacci series. Yeah, I'm thinking more and more that that uh, is. How long will your wife put up with you letting it grow to show what what it is? It'll depends on how strongly I resist, but. I thought I liked it. It's green. Uh, yeah, tell her, tell, tell her that you uh, or, or uh, maybe uh, give give a little more time so you can explore it and see see if it shows any of those blooms. Yeah. Okay. And tell tell her that when you're out of out of the house, for her to go get some cut vine and stump killer <laughs> that we sell here, and every time she cuts cuts that plant off. Put a little drop of that cut vine and stump killer on there, and it'll never come back. Yeah. That's only when you're out of the house, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or y'all can do it as a as a romantic getaway. Yeah, right. Well, you cut, and she puts a little drop of. You of guys prop- must not have much to do today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you're, right. you're probably sorry you came to talk <laughs> No, I'm stimulated. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Sounds right. good. Go out and take Thanks. care of all my greenery. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, Thanks for coming by. All right, uh, Evelyn, James, hang on. we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM The Answer. Back to Milberger's Gardening South, Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. And if you're looking out on that deck or patio of yours and it's not looking pretty, Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf is the place to call. 210-822-9147. I encourage you again. This is The proof is in the picture. And that's go to deckandpatiocare.com, and you'll see those before and after pictures uh, that Barry has put up. And when he says it really can look new again, he'll show you. Uh, For more than 30 years, they have been perfecting uh, what they do in terms of sealing, brightening, staining uh, those decks and those uh, pebble stone driveways and all that. And they can make it look great. Keep it looking great, and then uh, uh, keep it looking uh, good and, and healthy. Uh, if you will. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf is 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Or again, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Evelyn is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. It's nice and sunshiny hey, and warm. Yippee. Hello. It's a nice day. It's a pretty day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're okay. We're enjoying your enjoying of the weather. <laughs> okay. Are there going to be any uh, um, lower bush petunias this year? <laughs> I doubt it. Really? Uh, I can't. Uh, yeah. They, uh, we we've talked talked about this before, but uh, the reason the growers don't like them as well is because. They can't be uh, dwarfed or made to grow slower. They're such a vigorous hybrid that... So, uh, so that what's wrong with when, that? When, yeah, when, exactly. <laughs> when, they spray, when they spray them with a growth regulator to keep them small so they won't outgrow the containers that they're in before they get sold, uh, the... <laughs> It doesn't affect them. It's the only petunia, the only plant they've ever seen that wouldn't be affected by growth regular. Well, that's so the best. The best way, if somebody doesn't have them, of course, the best way to get them is to get a, get the plant dead plants from a, a neighbor, or one somebody that's got a bunch of them, or get some seedlings from around those plants. Also. Uh, if you don't have a neighbor that has those or won't give you those, go ahead and uh, the only place that's selling seed of Laura Bush is uh, Wild Seed Farms out in Fredericksburg. So um, you you can order some seed. One or two packages would be plenty. And uh, just sow them out on top of the ground where you want them to grow. And... Uh, Keep them moist, and uh, they they should they'll they'll start growing petunias and be blooming in a month. Okay, I'll see if I can do that. 
She's asking about lower bush petunias. Probably not the chance of one any coming in, right? Uh, we never see that one until it gets hot. Yeah, right. Oh. Okay, what about the the vincas? Do you have any vincas there? Thousands. Huh? Lots of vincas. Thousands. Oh. Thousands oh. upon thousands. Okay, oh, really? Good. I was going to ask that. That was going to be one of my questions. Okay, good. I hope they have some. All different colors? I'm sorry? Lots of colors. Lots of colors. Mostly uh, Cora. Good. Um, yeah, well, that's what I need is a Cora Vinky. Vinka. Yeah, oh, right. Horse herb transplants? Evelyn's trying to replace her horse herb. No. no, yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> you got to run all day without soon. saying that. <laughs> soon. But uh, it'll probably, probably be soon. showing up because we got over an inch of rain Friday. So whoopee. All right. Yeah, that's so, great. She'll be able to grow enough to support all of us. No, yeah, yeah, no kidding. She'd be happy to. That's about the only way she's going to like it. I, I think you need to put a recipe for horse herb on Plant Answers. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's how edible it is, but <laughs> well, we'll put on it on there. Some people eat anything. Won't they? <laughs> they might. But <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I thank you. Try to try to try to, try to try to get try to order some seed and uh, grow that lower bush. It's okay. in pink and purple. And if you can't, uh, they're, they're uh, both pretty. I've had them both before, so yeah. If you can't just listen to the show. When we do get them, we'll uh, we'll announce. Yeah, them. yeah, they're sure fun. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh-huh. Speaking of, hey, what was the uh, other one? Spe- speaking of, have you taken some seed to our favorite grower that grows those for me? No, I don't have any lower bush seeds. Yes, they're in the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, oh, those. Yeah, we need to have, we need to take a picture of his refrigerator and see what's in there. Yeah, I might it's, be able to get a bunch that. of seed and then uh, condiments like uh, mustard. <laughs> that's right. And then, relish, and that's about it. There's no mustard seed, but there's just mustard and uh, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't have room for much condiment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> James is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, James, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thanks for taking my call. You bet, really man. What's enjoy- going on? I really enjoy listening to Evelyn every week when she calls in. She's a she's Me too. Uh, yeah, we enjoy Evelyn. Yeah. Don't. Hey, listen, two quick ones. Um, I got a pomegranate that uh, I, I got at the Men's Garden Club. I'm going to say this spring will be three years. And I potted, I stepped it up in a pot once. Um, uh, long and short, can those be grown? I hear they can be grown as a shrub. And I've got a, a new patio, and I need some patio plants. Can that thing be grown as a patio plant, or does it need to be put in the ground? I'm not quite sure how big they get, even if grown as like a shrub. They get some of them get trees, and some of them are smaller yeah. than the others. But they're a, a pretty sizable plant. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Oh. Moy had one in his in his yard that he used to live in. Was uh, thirty feet high. 30 oh feet my tall. goodness! Okay. Yeah, yeah in our neighborhood, around. there's uh, around there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a series of ornamental ones that the, the deer don't eat, and they're all uh, fifteen and sixteen feet tall. Okay. But, Too gosh, the blo- blooms are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, if I want to grow it as a shrub, um, let me step over here. It's right outside. The, it's already got like three trunks on it. Like you know, I kind of try to grow it as a shrub. Is that yeah. doable, or should I just thin it out to one one main trunk before I plant no, it? No, if you're growing it as a shrub, you can uh, have several main trunks there. 
Yeah, they're not. Okay. They're uh, they don't uh, spread wide as you mm. would expect. They're mm. they're pretty upright. At least okay. Even even as a shrub, it'll just be multi-trunk, but tall and not wide. Okay, I'm trying to plan the right spot to put this thing in. Uh, if it's going to go in the ground, it'll probably be October. I'll need to step it up one more time in the container. Secondly, uh, is it too early to uh, throw out some common Bermuda seed? I got some bare spots in my front that get full sun. I'm in the sand. I can water it. Uh, or do I need to wait a couple of weeks? Well, it's May May 1. You're probably okay. May 1. Yeah. We're right it's, supposed there. Be, okay. it's supposed to be 90 degrees today. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to warm up. Okay, well, this week or next week, and I, I should be good to go then. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Always good to hear from you, too, man. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. I got good news. Oh, good. My canker worms that came in the house with me. Are they steady stopped? Uh, They're gone. They're gone. Yeah, the what the uh, all you see is little dried up bodies. They're with the cockroaches all over the house. Yeah, they <laughs> they swim with the fishes. <laughs> I I hope uh, Spider Man hadn't come over there and nah. use something to get rid of my cockroach. No, nah. I I think they just went away. They just went away. I think so. But I was glad to see those canker worms going away. They were really bothering you. Oh, man. But uh, I relied on the information I found that they're very short-lived. Yeah. I don't see. We talked to that guy. said they were good for the birds and and other types of wildlife. Well, how many birds do you have in your home now? Uh, (laughs) Probably a lot if I had left the back door. Yeah. Uh, It was amazing how many of those things came in the house. Really? Oh, yeah. What are they coming in on? They're coming in uh, on his little door. Doggy door. Okay. Huh. I wonder why your home was so attractive to them. I don't know. Must have been cool in there or something. You haven't seen the doggy door. It's all twisted. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it is. Oh, okay. But I mean, they came in there. We'll have to go. Time. We'll have to go walk into the park again over at Hardburger and see whether they're still over there. Because boy, they were. Man, you could. You, <laughs> you would. Uh, I sat down to, to uh, kind of enjoy the the park bench, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, I thought, okay, I'm gonna. I could see where they were. I didn't see it at that one. I sat at one that I didn't see any at. Uh-huh. Well, they were fooling me because, uh, yeah. When you got the, up, you had someone. I had them bag. all over me. And they get on your shirt. They dig <laughs> They dig in that cloth thing to anchor themselves. And then all of a sudden you feel them in your hair. And yeah. they're, ah. So. Well, they get in your bed, Milton, in the middle of the night. <laughs> you feel something crawling all over you. Yeah, that's what you... Um, <laughs> Warren Remy said, tell Jerry I did a drive-by uh, on those worms and uh, scared them away. <laughs> so well, uh, whatever, Warren, Warren may have helped you out. Whatever worked. I don't think he's all upset. I, all now i got left is dead worm bodies. All yeah. <laughs> that was lovely. <laughs> okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866 866- Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm trying to think if we saw any other trees that we were going to 
ask about. I got tons of pictures. Sent in blue bonnet pictures of the red, white, and blue blue bonnet. Did you see mine? Mine did mine get to you? Yeah. Okay. Was there three, <laughs> three folks? Yeah. Or less. It was me. No. <laughs> uh, Billy. So. What was it? What's what's our man who I, has I don't, know, I don't know what to make of that. Oh, I don't know. We, if we, anybody we, did red, wanted to do red, white, and blue blue bonnets. I want to do surely, it. Surely, surely they would have wanted to take a picture and send them to me. I, I think Adette took pictures. My my uh, my mother in law. Oh yeah, yeah. You sent that to me. Didn't yeah, you? you got the Alabama picture. There you go. Alabama blue bonnets. So, but most of them weren't sold in Alabama. They were sold right out of <laughs> no, on these benches so, out here. Well, if she can get seed, they're going to be big in Alabama. <laughs> She's going to give them to all the master gardeners there. Oh, okay. Good. But uh, I don't know how many seeds she'll get. But now my my seed pods. You were talking about it. My seed pods are not. Um, they're not brown yet. Okay. What well, are the yellow? Yeah, they're sort of green and yellow green. Yeah, they're they're maturing. There. So I have another question on that. Okay. All right. So let's say I want to get you know just let them go, mm-hmm. and have them you know grow on their own. With, okay. You know, planting provided by nature. Uh-huh. Next year. Okay. But that's also where I might mow the lawn. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're okay. See, seed won't come up until spring, until fall, late fall. Okay. Should I kind of walk over them and kind of push them in or no. anything? Okay. No. You think God walks over them out? And well, but God's not <laughs> also mowing the lawn, so uh, I didn't know if they get sucked up in the blades and get. No. Okay. No. You know how I worry about stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's uh, most people have. <laughs> Volunteer blue bonnets coming up. Uh, they don't do anything. Just mow them. Just wait till the seed matures, uh, turns yellow or brown. Yeah. And uh, then uh, the plant's been looking ugly for a while. Yeah. Now I will tell you. Yeah, the little vacation, the the purple one. I don't know if someone stepped on it. There wasn't enough rain. I don't know what happened to that one, but it it was kaput. Huh. Yeah, I don't even think there was any seeds. I think someone stepped on it. Someone, it's right by the sidewalk. I gotta, oh, I got to uh, stop planting by the sidewalk. I was wondering how that was doing in your backyard. People, no, I think that yeah, yeah, they could have. They might have. But uh, the other thing was too. We came uh, two eighty one to San Antonio from you know Fort Worth area, and mm. and there were some big old fields of blue bonnets. They were gorgeous. Oh, north, yeah. yeah, just north of yeah. you know, south of Fort Worth area. Yeah, they had more rain. It had more rain. Probably. And it was a little cooler, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Cold, almost cold. Yeah. But they were pretty good. Uh, I didn't see any red. <laughs> yeah, the things happen, especially when you're trying to get different colors. Uh, we've been planting blue bonnets out at Versa Farm on 1604 and uh, I-10. No, 35 South. And uh, here's that it come up. And in one section of the of the field, at the end of the field, there was a opportunity, the little one. Yeah. It was beautiful. I like that one, too. And so I, I told Greg, I said, okay, we'll just leave it here. And uh, I'll, I'll come back and either get plants and, uh, or collect some seeds. In days, they'd shredded them all down. Oh, no. Yeah. 
But from that, in that location, there's no no doubt in my mind. There's still that within several years, in a year or so, if the conditions are right next year, they'll be back next year. That's the VIP, not the Laura Bush, but the, no, it's the, um, the Laura, Laura Bush's was, mama. And uh, Greg had never seen a purple like that. Really? In VIP. Oh wow! Yeah, the VIP, I think, was the one I liked originally because it uh. It volunteered and came back at a yeah you know, for me, I, I, and it came back. It fell between the slab, a uh, patio slab, yeah. and a, a house. Yeah, and it's all of a sudden it was coming up from you know we had a pier and beam, and so it came up from underneath there, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I like this one. And that's, uh, that's you know house VIP, Petunia came up, guys. I know, but I get stuck. You know, I get it's a different color, but uh, anyway, we'll see if it comes back. All right, let's take a quick break. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Wick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. I just can't keep my feet on the ground. I guess we all learn the hard way. Guess we all fall down. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show we're doing a garden show here on the radio would you like to be on the air okay all you gotta do is just talk just, no, no, you don't have to touch anything just, just start talking to it we got you sago palm probably got a lot of them how long do you wait till you say it's just not gonna come back do you see any growth right in the middle it's been there for right, good since luck. the freeze. A little feathery growth? Yeah. It's been there since before the freeze. All brown. If, if, if there's not any uh, new growth coming out of the center, okay. uh, as Milton used to say, I never said says, this. Never. <laughs> he says, kiss them goodbye. Okay, so if I have to kiss a goodbye, what's the best process to give it a slow kiss? A gentle kiss goodbye. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Way to turn them. Are they in the front yard? It is. Do you have a truck? I do. Okay, best. And joke them out. What is it? What is it? Sago Plum. Sago. Oh, real gosh. They're in the front yard. He's They're got a truck. The easiest way if I don't want to use the truck. They're heavy, too. Do what? If I don't want to use the truck, do I cut it? Yeah. Yeah, you could cut it off at the ground. Just cut it off at the ground. It's got a pretty big root system. And they're heavy. Yeah, and they're heavy. And sharp. So be careful with them. Yeah, you got to be careful. All right. That's a cute doggy. Well, thank you. What kind is that? It's a bolognese. A what? Bolognese, like the Italian sauce. It's all hair. Oh, my goodness. Hello, doggy. <laughs> well, y'all, thank you very much. For I've, got we- I've got Westies, and he's got schnauzers. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Thank you again. 
All right, Dean is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Dean. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. And yourself? Doing well. What can we do for you? I have a night-blooming jasmine coming back from the freeze, and uh, the leaves are starting to get look like little holes. But it turns out that they're, it's not holes. It's just no green there. And it's about over 40% of the leaf and about half the leaves on the plant. Are they? Uh, I've got a little bit of holes on No, they I don't have holes, holes, but it looks like they do. It looks clear. You, you can see through them. Uh, okay, it could be bacterial no, I, I, disease. I think it could I think be leaf, be, leaf, uh, uh, flea bees. leaf miners. Well, yeah, but leaf. he can't see through it on a leaf mine. You, you can see... Uh, can you see uh, translucent plant material there? Yes. Uh, are they in? Uh, are they in little circles? Yes, like, they, like BBs are, they... are smaller. BBs are smaller. I think BB size are smaller. Say again. Could be a flea. Yeah, could, could be a flea, be a flea beetle. beetle. Yeah. And uh, it's all uh, on the new growth when it comes out. Yeah, they're coming back from the freeze. Yeah. I, but it's on the big leaves, want, too. Yeah. If you wanted to just, it's some kind of a beetle, I think. Uh, we call it a flea beetle. Uh, and if you just want to be uh, safe, <laughs> I mean, use something that's organic, there's a product called, uh, products on the market with a ingredient called spinosad. Or spinosad. It's spelled S P I N O S A D. And that's not the name of the product, yeah. but sometimes it's very prominent on the label. And uh, it's an organic, it's an organic control. Uh, so you can spray your grandkids if they run by. And they that would work. It'll work on the. On small caterpillars will work on those small beetles that yeah. Jerry's talking about, so it's a good choice. Well, I have uh, insecticidal soap. Would that do anything? Well, I, it, it might. <laughs> but this spinosad is specifically an insecticide. Yeah, the, the plant's going to survive uh, uh, yeah. no matter what, but uh, if there's, uh, the spinosad is probably the most effective. Or you can tell people you have a holy leaf. (laughs) Yeah, I got that. (laughs) It it gets around four or five feet tall each year, but uh, as long as it won't die, I don't don't have a problem with it. Hmm. Well, give them a little, get a little little fertilizer uh, a little later. It'll it'll take off. Yeah, mine is mine is taking off too. It surprised me a little bit that they have done so well with the freeze. Yeah. That's doing well, other than the little holy things. Okay. Good luck. Let, right. Keep us informed. Almost any insecticide, okay. even if you have some some older insecticide sitting around, almost any insecticide will control. Seven or malathion, any of those yeah. will work. Okay. Even diazinol. I think I got some of that. There you go. 
Mix it up. Okay. Well, thank you very much, sir. You'll have a good one. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dean. Bye-bye. Take care. That'll free up a line. Still plenty of time. 210-308-8867. Let's look back at some of the questions that we've answered about the freeze and see if we were right. Ooh, okay. Put Forrest on on the burner here. Don't make Forrest angry. Question. Last year, I planted some bird of paradise. In my backyard, where they were looking very nice until winter. (laughs) After several freezes and nights in the 20s, they're looking very sad. I try. (laughs) Now the days are in uh, mid to high 60s. How can I tell if they're dead or alive? How long reasonably to look for recovery? The answer is, without a doubt, the above-ground foliage is dead, and if it comes back, it will come back from its roots. Without digging up the root ball to inspect the roots, you will have to wait and see if it puts up new growth. I'm not sure how long this would take, but would guess that if you haven't seen new growth by May 1st, what is that, next week? Uh, it's not going to come back. Uh, as far as most people are concerned, you might as well kiss it goodbye. Right here. Well, Forrest said that? Forrest said that. Uh-huh. That's catching on, Milton. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Forrest is cursing us now. <laughs> uh, I was looking at uh, Calvin's uh, This Week in the Garden in yesterday's paper. And he gives the first warning <laughs> that uh, it is, he writes, it is, uh, it is likely that immature peaches will fall from the early blooming peach trees such as Florida King and Techstar because damage from the freeze this the weekend of Halloween. Late bloomers should lose less fruit. Weekend of Valentine's Day? Yeah. Uh, now, tree, and you just can't wait to see if it's going to fall off by itself or not. In other words, see, I think Calvin Lines used to say, fruit specialist, that uh, they fall after they make the first or second push. He called it push size when the fruit would size. Uh, it wouldn't happen necessarily when they were very small, but when they made that uh, size, when they tried to size up, they would fall off. Well, a lot of times that coincides with that, like the seven tenths of an inch of rain we got. Yeah, there that there you might expect it the next couple of days for you to see that. And the interesting thing that I think I've noticed <laughs> uh, is that they all fall at once. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah, we had a... I mean, they bam, they're on the ground. We had somebody call call in who uh, experienced that, that, you know... Had them all fall oh, Yeah, but they thought it was an, an animal. Yeah, knocking well, them all off. Yeah, but there was no no teeth marks or <laughs> just... The were, it just was typically, the, it was from the freeze. Yeah. yeah. So if you experience that, don't, don't think you... Uh, Need to go to church more often or something, but uh, that uh, that's amazing how that happens. I guess they 
they freeze at the same time, and then they uh, they begin that swell. Something stimulates that second swell of the fruit, and so they fall all at the same time. But I, I was always amazed how they so many of them would fall all fall. That's they, they might make may, it. They might make it. But if you want to test it, your fruit, uh, take a uh, medium-sized fruit, uh, one of the, the largest fruit that you got on the tree, and cut it in half with a knife. And that inside should be kind of greenish or pale green. If it's black, that peach is eventually not going to mature. And if it's green, then your feelings will be hurt yeah. and you'll be upset that you wasted one of your peaches. <laughs> yeah, well, most people, uh, if they have some green ones, they have a lot of green. You know, and uh, which they won't thin off. And uh, I won't have to worry about that with my citrus issue. All right. Um, well, listen, we just got about 30 seconds left, so uh, uh, a little more. But I'll tell Calvin, if you're interested in the Landscape School by the Gardening Volunteers, go to gardeningvolunteers.org. But do it soon. It's virtual, and there are only 50 slots available. That's right. It's a cost. But... And it starts on the 10th of May. So it's coming up very soon. And if you're interested in other stuff that we've talked about, plantanswers.com is uh, the site that Jerry runs. And, uh, of course, millburgernursery.com is the site that uh, that uh, we're here at the nursery. You can find other specials and all that. I'm Milton Glick. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. 3 a.m. This is The Answer.